whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Brought to you by Rock Antenna, Germany's number one rock radio station. Yeah, it's a pleasure for me to have you guys here. Um, uh, yeah, I... I would say let's start right off uh, with a um, a question. I didn't know if I should ask it, but what do you guys think of the term pop punk revival? <laughs> uh, I'll go first. Um, uh, for me, I think I think it's great. You know, I mean, it's always I think when, when our band first started, it was always like, you know, what do you call the music that you're doing? Is it pop? Is it punk? You're not really punk because punk is this. It's pop punk. Is it emo? And I think as far as artists and musicians go, it's it's not that important to us to classify what it is. However, I do remember, you know, in the early 2000s, bands like Sum 41, Simple Plan, Blink-182, Green Day, uh, New Found Glory, Good Charlotte were so, it was such mainstream, you know, we were on, on all the big radio stations, we were on the TV stations, so it was very popular at the time. And I think, you know, near uh, around 2020, We saw that kind of come back, you know, like like Machine Gun Kelly and like Black Bear doing like stuff that's kind of pop punky. So I think it's cool that the, that style of music, even though has evolved, is kind of coming back. And I see I mean, with our Blame Canada tour that we just did in uh, in, in America, which was amazing. And we had so many people there. I think it's cool. You know, it's a it's always like you said, it's a touchy word, pop punk. But to me, I think it's exciting. What do you think, Derek? <laughs> I think you touched on most of it. Like, uh, I agree with with a lot of that. Um, I guess I. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things that like, I don't think bands themselves, I really think about the the, you know, the terms or the titles that or the genres that they get put into. Uh, I, we just sort of make music and I get it that you sort of have to kind of classify it into something um, just to call it something. But um, I don't know. I don't, I just never really pay attention to too much of it. Yeah. I think at, at the beginning when the, because pop punk wasn't really the term like in those early days. I, like, I don't think I really heard that until like, I don't know, 2005 ish or something around mid 2000s. It's because like, I guess emo was coming into it now or something. And they had to yeah. call that era something so now they call that pop punk and this new newer stuff in the mid 2000s is emo i guess i don't really know but uh yeah <laughs> it just you know it's sometimes hard to keep track of it all <laughs> yeah and, and i i remember when it was that it was like kind of sarcastic because everybody wanted to say um like yeah like exploited is the, is the true punk rock and you guys are not true but i mean 20 years later um Almost no one is talking about the exploited anymore, and uh, they are talking about a simple plan like uh, "I'm just a kid became uh, I'm just a kid became a TikTok trend." Um, how do you react to that? Like that song came out 20 years ago, and now it's so popular. Yeah, it was it was so bizarre to watch that happen because honestly, we did like we didn't have anything to, anything to do with it. We didn't make we didn't create that trend. It kind of happened on its own. And to be honest, I was embarrassed because. Uh, it was it was going for like a year and uh, I had a friend of mine who was like, hey, your song's blowing up on TikTok. And I was like, what the hell? What, what's TikTok? <laughs> and uh, but it was it's it's really cool. But um, I think, you know, uh, yeah, to, to me, that's we just, we're just so grateful that it happened. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I can't really explain why there's been billions of impressions of this song and how it's coming back. But what's been cool for us is that. Uh, you know, when we play shows now, I feel like we used to play that. We've always played that song, but now when we play it, it's even the, the reaction's even bigger than it used to be. So it's really cool. 
All right, so let's talk about uh, the two big anniversaries uh, coming for uh, coming up for you uh, this year. Um, does this look infected? And no pets, no helmets, just balls uh, are getting 20 years old. And mm -hmm. how, how cool is it that your hymns still rule a good punk rock party, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's always great. I mean, I think when we both for both bands, I, I, I assume that like we're, we're not really thinking about 20 years down the road. You know, you're just making music and um, a lot. Uh, you're making it kind of quickly. And you're, just, you're, you're in the studio and you do the best work you can. You get back out on the road and you kind of then you make another album. You don't really think about the last one. And then so, yeah, 20 years later, that songs are still, you know, mean something to people is really cool it's also surprising but uh you know it's also i guess the best thing that you could hope for really yeah i agree yeah the fact that that our music is still being listened to today is as derek is saying like i don't think we you don't think about that when you're creating it and if you can get to the point where you're still around and your music has survived this long then I, that's that's one of the most the biggest achievements i think as, a, as an artist for me mm-hmm so let's talk about uh, the upcoming tour. You just finished your Blame Canada tour. Uh, I already asked Pierre, uh, Derek, uh, how exhausted are you after the tour? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely tired. I mean, uh, I mean, it feels good to be home. Uh, I'm back in the studio working on like our new new record, but um, it's you know, I, music is kind of just for me. It's just all I do. So um, even though you're tired, I mean, it's there's nothing else I'd really rather do. So you also can't wait to get back on the road again? Well, I could wait a couple more weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, but you don't have that much time because in September you're coming to Germany. And we can't, yeah. we can't wait for you, for your two bands to tour together in Germany. Um When was this idea born to tour together? Because let's face it, uh, in the past, your group hadn't got along that good yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, so, we had never we, we had never really had a proper tour together, but uh, no. I think the idea came around like uh, around this time last year. And I think that when we saw uh, the way that, that the response was from everybody out there um, with the Blame Canada tour, We're like, okay, this is awesome. And we, you know, we've, we've been friends for a long time and we've, we've gotten along just fine. And uh, it's, it's been really, like I said, the reaction of how quickly those shows sold out and uh, to see, because some 41 Simple Plan, even though we come out about around the same era, we do sound a little bit different. You know, there's a, they're a little more heavy. We're a little more poppy. And, but to see the crowd come in and watch both bands and have such a good time i think we we then i i speak for myself here but realized that uh it was a good package that people really liked and then from there i think it was just like you know they were going to europe we're like hey we'll come and support you guys in europe so uh and i think it's i think it's gonna be awesome because so far uh i know it's a different tour but the blame counter tour was so was so good i think that we have a lot of common fans and people in europe will will love the the, the two bands together Yeah, well, you got one here, definitely. Um, but to, just to clear that up, so that rivalry between the groups in the past, uh, are that just... I knew it was going to go there at some point. <laughs> I knew you had to go there. So it, I think it's just young, it's just young energy. Uh, and, you know, back then, you know, we were all kind of like, you know, uh, in the scene of like, just trying to cause some mayhem, you know. And I think, you know, a long time ago, 
we spoke and, and since then we've, we've played shows together and we hung out together and partied together. And it's uh, yeah, that rivalry is long gone. I think um, the truth, the truth of it is for um, my part is that it wasn't ever really very serious. You know, it was, exactly. it was more out of boredom and you're like young and just like, let's cause some shit because we're bored. Yeah. Yeah. And just see what like you know it happens in the, with the press. See what people say about it. You know, I, we didn't ever even really talk about it like that. But I no. just know that that's how our minds worked back then. We're just like we're bored in interviews. Let's I don't know, just fuck some shit up. Let's talk some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And MTV was amazed because they got a big story. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, enough of the past. Let's uh, talk about uh, the stuff you got going on at the moment. Uh, Pierre, Simple Plan released uh, the a new record harder than it looks in May and I would ask you how was recording in the studio during the pandemic but you actually finished the record before the pandemic hit in so yeah, we, it how was tough was to be, it to wait <laughs> uh, it, it was very difficult um, I think that you know our, our record was originally slated to come out in summer 2020 and uh, we're We're simple plan. We're pretty slow at making records and uh, Chuck and I write everything together and we're really just slow at making them. And when when the pandemic hit, we were like, hey, is this a good time to put a record out? Should we wait? And then we just decided to just put breaks on it because all of us in the, in the band have kids. And to be honest, when the pandemic hit, a lot of our you know duties as parents became so much bigger. Like my wife was here alone with the kids. There's no more school. We're homeschooling. And I was so busy on a daily basis, keeping my family and just the world was in a weird place, you know? So we just decided, you know, let's just put the brakes on everything and put this out when we can go out and tour. So yeah, it sat, uh, the record sat on the sidelines for like two years, uh, waiting for it to come out. It was, it was very nervous. Not it, it was, I was very anxious to see how people would, would react because I love the record. And, uh, but I think, We, like I said, I, we're aware that we're very slow at making records and we're like, let's just make sure that when it comes out, we can go out and tour. Uh, so it came out in May and people, it's been a great reaction and we love playing the new songs live and it's been, uh, it's been great, really well received. So we're super happy. Yeah, and uh, you already said in other interviews that you were trying to um, go back to your sound at the, of the beginning of uh, No Pets, No Helmets. Um, And how was the feedback of the fans for going back to the beginning and have Derek Wibley of Sum 41 on the record? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Uh, having that feature was immediately received with like uh, so much excitement by all the fans. Like I said, I remember, and still today, like I, when we first started, like in 2001, two, three, four, there were whenever we would play shows, there was so many some 41 t-shirts at our shows. And I would assume that there was a lot of simple plan shirts at, at yeah. there was, it was a very common group of fans. So I think for everyone to see us, you know, tour together, do a song together, people are just stoked. So we're, uh, that, and it's one of my favorite songs on the record too. And I think Derek really killed it. So very okay. excited, very excited for that. It's really awesome. But, uh, also this song was recorded uh, before the pandemic or was it like, um, You know, so the song itself was written and recorded before the pandemic. And then the collaboration came afterwards when we when we finally secured the tour, we pitched it to Derek. So the song was I was singing the whole thing and I, I sent it to Derek and I said, hey, would you like to do a second verse on that? Because, you know, we're having a tour. It'd be exciting. And he was like, yeah, let me give it a shot. And it, it just it made the song so much better. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. So after talking about Simple Plan, let's talk about Sum 41, because you already uh, mentioned that you're working on a new record. Yeah. 
any chance you can tell us now when it will be released? <laughs> <laughs> when it will be released? I have no idea because um, we're still there's still work to be done on it. Um, we've done so much touring this year that it kind of slowed the the finishing of the album up. Um, there's not a lot to do on the record, but I don't have enough time right now to get it done in, in these little breaks that we have. Um, and we're still sorting out um, our record deal too. So once that, those, those two things have to kind of get sorted out. Um, and once, you know, a record label is, you know, involved, they'll start to figure out when it's going to come out. It won't necessarily be just up to us anymore when we'd like it to come out. So I don't know. I think we'll have music out hopefully sooner than later, but I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, but uh, you can say that it will be a double LP because you wrote that many songs. Um, uh, it will be called Heaven and Hell. That's yeah. something you already told us. And um, can you tell us about, uh, about it? Because um, the two sides will sound pretty different. Yeah, they're going to be different. Um, it, one side, the, the heaven side is going to be what you would call pop punk. Um, and the hell side is sort of uh, our heavier side. Um, instead of just kind of mixing some songs together on one album, we, I, I'd sort of by accident had written a bunch of songs that were in a certain style. And then I had some other songs I was working on that were in this heavier style. So once I kind of listened to them all, um, I realized that it kind of felt like they were two separate albums. They didn't really live together, like, you know, in a sequence together. So once that idea came, it, it just all of a sudden made a lot more sense. I just, love that idea, by the way. I think that's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now one expert is on that. Um, and for the tour, uh, for the upcoming shows this year, what can we expect? So will you uh, play the new stuff or will you maybe give us an insight of the new record or will it be a celebration of all killer, no filler, no pets, no helmets of uh, does this look infected since it's uh, the anniversary of that. So what can we expect from the shows? I think for us, I mean, we probably won't be playing any new songs. I think we'll stick with older songs. Um, I don't think we're just going to play all killer and does this look infected, but we're going to play some select songs off those records that we ne don't really play anymore and play all the other songs that we hope people would know. <laughs> yeah. So for us, we're going to be, so when we first started the blame Canada tour, we played a lot of notepads because we wanted to celebrate 20 years. And, uh, but then after a few shows, we realized that like, Yeah, people like that record, but we have a lot of hits from other records that people also want to hear. And then the show kind of became more like a greatest hits. And then we put like one or two new songs in there. So, yeah, it's going to be for for us. It's going to be, you know, all the old classic songs that people want to hear and then maybe sprinkle with a couple of newer ones. That's great. That sounds great. I still getting laughed at because I love your self-titled album because it, oh, was, thank like, you. it was the first simple plan record I hold I held in my hands because Yeah, I only had the chance to watch MTV and then there was uh, When I'm Gone and I was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, well, that record, it's funny because we have a career that's kind of like spread out in the world and like that third album was the first time that we started getting success more in Europe. Like there was a song mm -hmm. called Your Love is a Lie that mm -hmm. became big in, in Germany yeah. and When I'm Gone as well. But it didn't really do well in the US. It was just, it's really weird. Like, so we kind of adjust our, our set list for where we're at. So, but yeah, we'll definitely play some of that when we're, uh, when we're over there. It's funny how the things change because like MTV was my source for 
both of your bands. Um, there was not much YouTube or like uh, TikTok. Uh, it was like, yeah, waiting for some good song to come on. And then yeah. it was, uh, of course, Into Deep of Sum 41. And yeah, Simple Plan album. Um, yeah, what what did change the business for you guys? Are you uh, uh, watching your social media channels more or uh, did something change at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, the business has changed everything. Lots of things have changed. Um, I mean, for me personally, I've always just sort of focused on music and playing music and writing music. Um, and I don't pay attention to a lot of other stuff. Probably. I probably should pay attention a little bit more, but it's just, it's just not my thing. Um, but I don't know. I think yeah. we've, I think, I think both of our bands have been very lucky because, um, You know, social media nowadays is so important. And I think that if you are a band that's starting today, you really have no chance of breaking in unless you do social media. But mm -hmm. we came at a time when we've amassed a lot of fans in the early 2000s when social media, Instagram, all that didn't exist. And we have this built-in fan base that we don't have to do as much social media as someone who's coming out today, which I feel so grateful for because to be honest, social media can be very, it's a lot of work. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, we, I mean, We, we definitely try to put a lot of attention on it. But like Derek said, like the important thing at the end of the day is the music. And like I said, we're very fortunate that we have so many fans already built in that we don't need to be, you know, constantly on this social media stuff all the time. Because it, it, it is very it's, it's a lot. It's, it's work. People think it like it looks fun, but it, it is work, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it, because it's part of my job here at Rock Antenna. Yeah. And I. You really start to enjoy the time without social media. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. We have to I just hate all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah. And uh, playing a show is much more fun, I think, uh, uh, than doing social media. So I can't wait to see you guys in Germany. And thank you so much for taking your time for this interview. And yeah. Cool. Like, Have a good oh, one. Get relaxed up after your big Blame Canada tour. And we'll see you in Germany. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Cool. I appreciate it. Thank both of you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. Whole lot of talk. The interviews that rock. Subscribe to our channel for more rocking podcasts.